I love that. Who are they? Shady Rays. All right, let's make it happen. Speaking of into existence. The CEO wants to come on our show. All right. Well, the mic is hot, so maybe they heard us. Shady Rays. We want some uh, want some sponsorship. I should have been wearing the, those glasses for this episode. By the way, I'm going to give them a call out real quick. Yeah, go for it. So I, I we haven't even jumped into like the introduction, but I just absolutely love Shady Ray's story, the glasses, the price point. If you don't know a lot about Shady Ray's, they've got like right around 100 to 110. It's like they're maybe 150 is like their premium line of sunglasses. Down to like thirty to fifty is kind of what their most of their sunglasses run, mm-hmm. but they're polarized. They are like unbelievable quality, and so I bought a pair. I'm I'm working with them right now on some projects, and I bought a pair of glasses when I was down at their store in Lexington. And the other night, I actually sat down in my car, and I I like remembered putting them on the the driver's seat when I got out, mm-hmm. but I sat down. And I just heard. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Isn't that the worst? Oh, I was I was upset. But then I was like, I wasn't even that upset because I was like, okay, well, this is why I bought like Shady Ray sunglasses because they offer like lifetime or something like that, like free return, like free, uh, you pay for shipping for them to replace them. That's a heck of a program. So I like got online. It's super easy on their website. And within like 30 seconds, I had to pay like $9 in shipping. I already had them like, my replacements on order. Mm-hmm. They showed up in like two days. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're like, I mean, I got the, got a little bit different ones. Like you could pick as long as they're like equivalent. Uh, so are these sunglasses only or do they have prescriptions? They do, they do prescription. I don't think they do prescription, but they do like ski, sea goggles. They do like okay. all different kinds. And every pair of sunglasses you buy, they actually donate to like Feeding America. That's awesome. Love yeah. It. So it's just like a really cool story and their sunglasses are awesome. So. Shout out Shady Rays. You know who the king of sunglasses. I'm giving you guys free advertisement right now. <laughs> you www.shadyrays.com. Go get your your pair now. Hey, when their sales jump from X to Y, it's because of you. <laughs> Coupon code. <laughs> we'll, we'll get our first sponsor here. <laughs> Coupon code unscript exchange. <laughs> I love it, man. And don't try that. That doesn't work. They <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're ki- we're kidding right now, but maybe dollar. one day here soon. Yeah. So anyway, just had to throw that out there. Shout out. Uh, welcome to another episode of Unscripted Exchanges. I am your co-host, host, lead anchor. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Cole, and this is... I'm the head of production. Jimmy, I'm switching it up. First of all, you're t- are you calling Jimmy? Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's getting a little teary-eyed. He was on, va- he was on vacation. I'm sorry. He was on vacation for a while. It's okay. It's okay. I'm the head of production, head of marketing. I mean, I could throw out multiple different titles. Yeah, you're like a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> but I'm Hayden Huber, and uh, we've got a good show ready for you tonight, as I th- always. I think we do. I think we do. So today, we wanted to talk uh, about a couple things, and we're going to just let it flow. We've both had when, busy... When don't we let it flow? Yeah. And I, we... I know I cut you off there, but... I'm taking my... My doctor says take five <laughs> seconds to breathe deeply. <laughs> I've got this business partner that always interrupts me, and I just want to punch him. Yeah. What should I do? Yeah, my therapist says I shouldn't do that. Uh, no, I've only started seeing the therapist since we started filming this. Oh, so, wow. That uh, really narrows it yeah, down. Yeah, so uh, I I wanted to – I think we wanted to talk today about 
a couple different things that have gone on recently in our lives uh, and some things we can take away from that. So you, you recently listened. We talked about personal investing and really just putting time and energy into yourself. Mm-hmm. And there are some just, I mean, some fire, fire uh, ideas, we believe, in, in those previous episodes. But today we're going to kind of tie this into, you know, um, starting new habits, laying to rest some old habits, maybe making a reset, as well as... You know, uh, fight or flight. I, I've got a story, Hayden. I wanted to tell re- uh, regarding fight or flight circumstances. Yep. And you'll understand. Not literally fight. I was not. Uh, there was a big UFC fight this weekend, by the way. There it's was totally ADD there, but wasn't there? Yeah, Masvidal that- versus um, shoot some some other guy, and that other guy won. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it, but it was in Vegas. My wife was in Vegas. I told her they should have gone to the show. Like, that would unreal. Yeah, yeah. There, she was in Vegas the weekend. So that kind of leads into my my story uh, about, and my I guess my, my recent experience and why I'm, I wanted to mention Fight or Flight and why we're going to talk about it. So this weekend, I had the blessing of being able to spend time with both of my daughters, my daughter Ava and my daughter Blake. Now, for you listeners and Hayden, for you to know, this is, this was, okay, I haven't had, I mean, since Ava was a baby, I haven't had a baby to take care of by myself. Yep. You know, my all my family was out of town. Mm. So my dad, my brother, my sister, everybody was gone. So it was literally like me here with the baby, with my, my oldest daughter, which bless her heart, Ava makes it super easy. So I'm like, okay, man, I left early morning, Friday morning to uh, go to the airport and I'm on my own. And I've got school, I've got meals, I've got soccer, I've got all these things, and I have not taken Blake out of the house by myself yet. Like I've got, I've driven her places, gotten her in the car and stuff, but I had not actually had to go run around. Blake being my 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 youngest, my newborn, I had not had to go run around or do anything. So Friday, we had school drop off with Ava. We had school pickup. We went over to some friends' houses for dinner that invited us over. We had bedtime. We had dogs. We had all this stuff going on, and it went really well, but just super busy all day. Lead into Saturday, same thing, but we had a soccer game uh, soccer Saturday afternoon. and Soccer Saturday. Soccer Saturday, which was super cool, by the way. This is I texted you. I said I felt like a super dad, okay? Yeah. I felt like a super dad, <laughs> all right? I woke up. And I felt like, I just knew, you know when you wake up in those days and you just know you're feeling good? You woke up feeling dangerous. Literally like, do dangerous, baby, dangerous. <laughs> uh, but I woke up feeling just very excited and clear-headed. And mm-hmm. I think that, I think I felt so clear-headed, and I was talking to a coworker about this today. Um, I felt, I was, I was feeling clear-headed because my Friday was consumed with, with activities that I didn't have an option whether I did them or not. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, I cannot take Ava to school. Oh, I cannot feed Blake. Oh, I cannot put her down for a nap. Oh, I don't have to pick Ava up. It was like, these are just things that you can't, like, you can't, can't not do. You right? had responsibilities. I had responsibilities that are not, they're not wishy-washy. They're not, I don't feel like doing it responsibilities. They're just, you have to do them. Yep. And there's something so beautiful about times in your life when you don't have the like and, and again it's a mindset when you don't have a choice when your brain is like there's no out here i can't i can't decide not to do something and it's so 
mind, it's just such clarity and it's so rewarding. So waking up Saturday, I'm I'm just fired up. I'm, I feel good, right? I got I make my coffee, I make my my smoothie that morning, and you know we're doing our thing, and the day just flowed. It just flowed really well. Mm-hmm. And it was like 76 degrees out too, which made it super easy because beautiful. Day. I, I turned the air conditioning off, put the windows up. I you know opened the windows, put the dogs outside, left them out there all day. I mean, I fed them, <laughs> but I just put them back out. So I have to deal with those. Uh, but we went. We had a soccer game Saturday afternoon, and Ava's in an indoor soccer league. I've, for those of you who don't know, I coach my daughter's soccer team. I've coached it for like four years now, and. So we had the game and obviously don't have anywhere to go with Blake. So she's coming along with me. I'm like, assistant coach Blake, let's go. So I brought her. It was at Town and Country in, in northern Kentucky. Took her there with me. And she like fed her in the parking lot before. I mean, I'm just doing it all, okay? Get in there. And she was, I mean, it was, it's one of those things like you're so, like you're kind of worried about, do, about how it's going to work out until mm-hmm. you do it. So I'm like, man, like. I'm a little stressed. Like this has all gone great up until this point. Like this could be where it, it falls apart. And I, so I brought her with me on the sideline in the, and I'm coaching, I'm yelling and she's just sitting there watching it. I'm holding her. She's watching it. She's like stuck it on her thumb. Everything is, she did throw up on me in the middle of the game, which was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but everything just went so smoothly. And afterwards I was like, I was kind of even more rewarded because, you know, it went so well. And again, I didn't really have a choice, so I didn't get to like think that through. It was like, okay, we're going to do this. It might suck. It might go terrible, but probably not. So Saturday, we did that, got home, You know, went through a whole routine. So let me interrupt again. Yeah. You literally were coaching your oldest daughter while taking care of your infant child. That is Ooh. definitely the definition of a super dad. Oh man, I felt so good about it. I'm like, all these parents are like we can watch her, we can watch her. I'm like, nah. Like, that's awesome, all, man. First of all, you're not watching my baby, right? Because I'd be worrying about her the whole time too. Sure. Like, mom's sure. not there. My mom, my my wife's not there. Her mom, my my mom's not there. My dad, nobody there. And I, not that I don't trust the parents, but nobody there knows my baby. So. Yeah, I had her. I was holding her, and I was yelling, and I was coaching, and I was directing traffic, and it was, uh, it was, it was awesome. I felt pretty cool. That's amazing. I just wanted to take a moment to uh, recognize how awesome you are for being an awesome. Dad. I felt like a badass. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I texted my wife. I'm like, bring it on. Let's have four more. Like, I can do this. Like, <laughs> load me up. I'm on top of the world. Yeah. So, uh, so Saturday uh, went really well. Sunday. Uh, we got up early, felt good again. So this is back to back. I mean, I, when I say I felt good lately, okay, I felt sure good. I felt like you know busy. We've got all this stuff going on, but I've I've felt better and better. And I think part of that's due to my choice to give up drinking uh, for 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 my health, just personal reason. But I've just felt physically, mentally more clear. And Sunday, I woke up feeling I'm like, okay, I was good Saturday. I'm better today. So I took him to church and put it like me and of course Blake. I found her a bottle and she's smiling at everybody, goo goo gaga, trying to talk, just like super, like super cute. Luckily, no fits, so everybody in like the section in church was like, "Oh, you cute baby!" Like, <laughs> um, but did that, you know? Took Sunday on, went to a park, went out to see the horses. Took Ava and Blake out to dinner with me. So I've explained my whole weekend, but I guess. Like one of the things that's made me think of and what I've, what I've I've hinted on Hayden is that like fight or flight 
this might be a weird like weird analogy to make you know how was that fight or flight but it is because i either could curl up in a ball you know be negative about the weekend not do anything mm-hmm. and and sit around the house and mope and say poor me i have to take care of two girls by myself sure or but but i'd still have to do it or i could say okay i'm in this situation i don't have a way out of it so the only thing I can do is make a make a positive out of it, right? Yep. So my mind went to that like, let's make this the best weekend you can make it. Let's make the most out of it. Don't make excuses. And there was something so beautiful about and just rewarding about that clarity of mind of like, I didn't think. I mean, I know we talked a little bit this weekend, and I talked to some people, but. When you're in a fight or flight situation where you don't have an option, you've got to do something, and you choose to fight, right? Choose to fight, choose to take it head on. Mm-hmm. It's there's like something that clicks in your brain. I feel like where you're like, okay, I've got to do, you know, I'm not, I can't think about anything else. I can't put myself in anybody else's shoes. I can't put myself in another mindset. I've got to do this. And I got, I had so many like, just cl- like mind blowing realizations this weekend about life about the direction i'm headed in about my family and it was um it was really neat so i I, that's my experience with you know that type of thing i don't know if you've got anything to add on that like around fight or flight yes if i've ever experienced that yeah i mean i i think i've experienced like the literal definition of it maybe um i uh, I, I've had panic attacks in the past. Yeah. I haven't had one in about, I'd say six years. Um, and I'm sure that was primarily caused by, uh, some of the things that I could have been, uh, potentially using. Um, but I won't get into those details. Um, just a chemical imbalance basically uh, in the brain, I think, and definitely had uh, some panic attacks. And yeah, the way that it was for me, because everyone deals with uh, things differently. I mean, some people might have some shared experiences, but you know, my heart literally felt like it was beating out of its chest. And I literally thought I was having a heart attack the first time I ever had one. And like, I, I literally didn't know like what to do but like i basically just started like breathing very heavily and then like i got up and like just walked but like it took a good like what felt like two hours for my heart to like you know go back to a normal uh beat per minute uh it was probably like 60 seconds but i mean that that happened to me a couple of times i think the first time i ever remember having it happen to me was my freshman year of college and I didn't think much of it because one I was out drinking I was tired so I thought maybe that had to do with just like the stress and and everything which it probably did and then there was another instance where I was literally cutting a Christmas tree out in my parents garage uh, also in college um and again, it was just that sudden burst of like adrenaline or that fight or flight and like your your heart starts beating like crazy, or at least that's the way that it felt to me. And I'm like, am I going to have a heart attack or what's going on? And then over the, like the, the years, and again, everything that I'm describing pretty much took place in college. So when I was in my early, early 20s, um, I, I came to realize that it was just 
yeah, like panic attacks. And a lot of it probably was triggered by just stress in my life. Um, which kind of goes back to your point of like, well, am I going to run from this or am I going to, you know, face it head on and how am I going to deal with that situation? Um, I mean, looking back, I think for the most part, I, my, my body was telling me that there was a whole bunch of things to be afraid about. And that's why I was having, you know, my heart beat out of my chest. Um, but you know, I was able to at least somewhat recognize that, okay, like, don't freak out. I mean, I might've had that thought in my mind, but like, if I'm going to go run around and like shout or scream, which by the way, I did not, like <laughs> that would, that would have made things way worse, right. you know? Um, so again, it goes back to that mindset of, yeah, let's face this head on. Let's figure out what's causing these issues. Um, and let's, you know, react the, the right way. Um, and just looking back, I guess I, I reacted pretty well. Um, considering the, the circumstances. Um, and again, I think a lot of that had to do with probably drinking alcohol when I was younger, uh, just stress uh, of college and everyday life, which, you know, some people out there might be like, what were you stressed out about? And it doesn't take a lot for people to be stressed out. I mean, people can be stressed out about the, the dumbest things, which might not be dumb to other people and vice versa. I mean, each human being is different, but again, you know, I had those moments uh, in my early 20s where I was just like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? And that's the, a really important point to make. I was willing to recognize, okay, I'm having these panic attacks. And by the way, I didn't have them like every day, like every hour. Like I had them probably, I'd say like once or twice a month, but they would happen out of the blue. Like I didn't know when they were coming on. Right. Um, but again, I was willing to recognize that I was having these and it's like, okay, what are some of the triggers? What's going on? How can I react um, or make changes in my life so maybe I don't have these situations take place? Um, and again, that's that's where I kind of made a difference in my diet, what I was putting into my body, uh, how I was spending a lot of my time uh, giving up drinking, which I haven't drank in a very, very long time. Um, so changes like that can make a huge difference in someone's life. I didn't mean to get so deep there or sad, but I literally faced like the legitimate fight or flight experience, or at least that's how it was for me, my body and my brain. Like my heart literally was racing so quickly and I'm like, Oh my God, am I dying? No, I'm not dying. It's just, my body is telling me something that's not accurate. Well, first of all, I just want to say thanks for being so vulnerable because I didn't know that about you. And that is such a remark. I think it's a remarkable story because there are, and, and a good point to hit, like, thank you for, for bringing attention to, you know, that, that you've dealt with something like that before, because I, I think we're going to segue in and we're going to, we're going to change topics here a little bit, actually, because I think you hit on something that's super, super important. Um, as you were dealing with, anxiety and and stress mm -hmm. and other factors and you're like my my mind i knew i was having i knew i was stressed but i couldn't predict when this was going to happen and that's scary yeah i've had i, I and i'm not trying to compare this because i've only had one ever panic attack sure one time yep. ever in my life yep so and i just know how terrible that one was i got through it pretty quickly like it was it was very short it was Maybe a couple, like a couple minutes or something like that. Like, but I remember, and I'm sure in the moment it felt like forever too. I remember pulling over 
mm-hmm. on the side of the road and calling my wife and saying, I don't know what's going on. I, I can't, I don't know if I'm having a heart attack, but I was just driving yep. down. I was literally driving down, I think, uh, down a road near us. Yep. And I had to pull off. Mm-hmm. And my heart was like, I, I thought, I, oh my, I feel like I'm like something, something, like something serious is going on, and I didn't know what it was at the time. And I, I want to, I want to kind of jump into a little bit deeper in this is mental health in general because you, you mentioned that you know you didn't know that exactly what specifically mm-hmm. at the time was causing that, right? You were like, this was coming on, sure. And I think it's one of those things that we, you hear this a lot. Around different social groups, different atmospheres, different phases of life, and it's so, so, so true. You hear that mental health is taboo, or mental health is is something that people are still embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you right now, one hundred and ten percent, that is very, very, very true. And I am one. I'm I'm a first person to say that. You know. Nobody's judging you for feeling that way. If anything, most other people that you don't know have been going through something. Like, I didn't know you'd gone through that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you've never shared that with me. But I can tell you that our listeners, like for you and for me, understanding that about you, you know, I've I've had times in my life where I've dealt with stress or anxiety or I've never dealt with depression. I, I It's just I've never been there. Can't, mm-hmm. can't relate to that. Yep. But I've dealt with anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had one panic attack. Mm-hmm. So I like I know how real that can be, and I I just believe wholeheartedly that a lot of the times we as individuals choose not to share that side of us, or choose to think, well, I'm the only one that's dealing with this. Yeah. Even though, even though we we hear some people come out and say, oh well, you know, I've dealt with this. I've. De- a lot of the times we get so in our heads that we think we're the only ones, and I just want our listeners to know like you're not the only ones. And we could get into you know your journey. Like I kind of like to ask you like a follow up question is that is like when you when you acknowledge that mm-hmm. you know those those because that's scary. There's like that's a, that's scary. Like a couple times a month you didn't know when they were coming. Like how long did it take you to diet to to treat that with your habits and stuff? I mean, how did you you know, because it doesn't sound like you were necessarily depressed, but you were having anxiety that you didn't even know, like, didn't really know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really know how long it took me to get things under control. Um, but like I said, yeah, I would have those probably a couple of times a month. Um, and really where I started was asking myself the honest question of what am I doing with my time? And I realized a lot of my time was uh, spent uh, going out, drinking, uh, having a good time in the moment. Um, And I would look back and it's like, do I really need to be going out drinking alcohol all the time? And the answer was no. So I think that was the big fundamental difference there was just starting with, okay, let's cut back on the alcohol and heck, let's maybe even stop drinking and see what happens. And that's something that I, I took on and um, it definitely proved to be the right decision. I'm not saying that's the only cause or reason why uh, those panic attacks uh, went away. Um, I'm also not going to lie. I, I've had some, and maybe I, I misspoke a couple minutes back. I have had some throughout the years, but 
The thing is knowing what they are, like I know how to react. And I got lucky when I was younger and I kind of was able to at least not fully freak out. Um, and I'm no doctor. And again, this is just me uh, doing some research. And, and I've talked to my own personal doctor, though. Like the difference between like a heart attack versus a panic attack is typically like if you're having a heart attack, like your your chest feels like it's collapsing or going to fall in. Which, yeah, hopefully no one out there ever has to go through that. But panic attack is more so like the way that it it is for me is imagine just having like a whole bunch of adrenaline come out of nowhere and just hit you and your heart just starts racing like crazy though. And you're like, should I freak out? Do I need to like fight someone? Again, like literally the fight or flight uh, feeling. Um, But yeah, I, I think to go back to your actual question there, I would say it probably took me a good six months or so um, in terms of making other changes in my life around what food am I eating? Am I getting enough sleep? Again, I told you I mentioned uh, cutting out alcohol. That was the first thing. So it was really cutting out alcohol. Then it was about what kind of food was I eating? And then it was sleep. Uh, and those three things compounded, um, and I take those very seriously up to this day. Um, and I think a lot of us should, um, or more people should, because um, it can make really big uh, impacts in your life, positive impacts. But again, I'm not the type of person to tell you how to live your life. Um, you know, do you? Um, so yeah, that's kind of my take. So, so from that point, I think you hit on again. You're just dropping, dropping dimes, man. Because I, I think. <laughs> You know, to clarify where the direction I think you're headed with that, and and some 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 value for our listeners is 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 one. You know, identify triggers that could be causing some of those reactions. Now, that is not super easy all the time. No, and that no. might not be like oh well, it's you know it's different for everybody. It's a broad spectrum, right? Totally. Yeah, you, your your stressor could be you know. Like I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I can't even come up with something so simple. But it could be could be a simple as simple as like, okay, what's causing me anxiety is that uh, somebody, you know, my shoes were left on the left side of the door, the right side of the door. If you got OCD, there's sure. a, my my point is that there's like a, such a broad range spectrum mm-hmm. of of what could of what could be causing that stress or the anxiety. Yep. And so taking some time to identify that stuff and then. Once you've identified that, it's like, okay, how can I and, – and, and there's a couple different rules of thought that I've actually studied up on before. Uh, I've dealt with uh, family members that have dealt with different degrees of anxiety and OCD and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I know there's different degrees of, of treatment. Yep. Really, like, if you're down in a hole and you feel like you can't get out yourself, first of all, go see, go see a specialist. Totally. There are so many options out there. One of them being actually just wrote about this company the other day called Talkspace. You can actually get online therapy, like meet with somebody virtually online. Hell yeah! So there's there's this day and age. There's again there's a lot of options out there. But I'd say if you can't identify them yourselves, talk to somebody that can help you because you don't have to live that way. You don't have to live your life that way and go through that. And and then two is understanding that there are other people. That are dealing with things too. So I think what compounded, and I I've dealt with anxiety, never panic attacks. I've 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 actually gone and, and I'll be vulnerable. I've gone 
and seeing a therapist before. You know, and I spent about two and a half years ago. I spent uh, about three months going every week mm-hmm. because I was dealing with anxiety. Yeah, but it was it was uh, anxiety that I really I, I didn't know why. I just knew that I was constantly on edge. Mm. I was constantly like thinking of like worrying, stressing. You know, never able to just like calm my mind, take a deep breath. Even if I was, even if I, you looked at me and said, well, this guy's chilling out, right? He's sitting on the couch. Right. It was just vicious, like it, on, ongoing, nonstop. All the, all the time. Yeah. And I think that was part of like where I was in my life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with, with my, my company I was running with my, my, my marriage and all this stuff that was going on. Sure. That I wasn't, but I wasn't dealing with it in the right ways. Right. And so I went and saw, you know, somebody and, and, and worked through things and they helped me come up with coping mechanisms. But, you know, I would say that like for me, that that journey of mental like health and, and getting through the anxiety was like finding they helped me identify the triggers. They helped me identify like what was really going on, what was causing it, and then how do I respond to it? And I I struggled with oh, I'm the only one feeling this way because I'm in my own head. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And that caused me a lot of anxiety too. And so I just want you listeners and anybody that's like dealing with that to know that We've all, we've, everybody, there's not one person on the planet, unless you are, you know, I'm a Christian, unless it's Jesus Christ walking on the earth again, okay? There's not one person that hasn't dealt with some sort of mental, uh, I believe, like trauma, some sort of stress, you know, anything like that. So you're not alone. You're not the only one going through it. And remind yourself that, because when you remind yourself that, then you can go, okay, how do I address it? I just think that's really, 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 really critical. Yeah, no, he brought up a lot of more good points there. Um, yeah, mental health is is a real thing. Um, I think the narrative is starting to change pretty quickly, which is awesome. Don't be afraid to talk, but I also recognize, and I'm the first person to even say that. Yeah, sometimes that I I, I don't need or I don't want to share everything that I probably should share or talk with someone um, about, but don't be afraid to, to reach out to someone. Um, even if it's a friend, like you mentioned, uh, talk with someone, there's definitely professional help that you could get. Um, and there's different, yeah, spectrums or degrees to, to which you might be dealing with, with anxiety. Everyone has anxiety. Um, it's all right to, to recognize it. I mean, for me, in my experience, one big, uh, tip that I found successful um, is writing things out when I'm anxious um, or have anxious thoughts. I don't know if this is really a true statement. I've read it and maybe I've turned it into a true statement in my mind, meaning like what you believe in your mind, you believe whether it's right or wrong. Right. And basically um, what I've read in the past is you can't control your thoughts. And I think I agree with that for the most part, but maybe I'm trying to shift my mindset on like you, you can, but I mean, I have dealt with just thoughts in the past that are like terrible thoughts, like, and we all have thoughts and it's like, okay, that's just a thought. As long as you don't put it into action or you don't let it like impact your day, that's all it is. Um, but you know, in the instance that you have a thought that you don't agree with or you don't like, it bothers you just like write it down and like, then you put it on paper and you like you can say it out loud and it's like wow this is such a like a mean irrational thing right. yeah or a mean thing like oh my brain told me that I don't look good today or I'm fat 
okay, well, don't keep telling yourself that. And I know that's a lot easier to say. Um, and sometimes, yeah, your brain doesn't actually match reality there. Like it will keep playing that message in your mind, which is basically a form of OCD, um, obtrusive thinking or obtrusive thoughts. Um, but yeah, it's been beneficial for me to like, just write things out like that and just say it out loud. It's like, okay, well, that's completely irrational or not true. Um, but on the flip side, like, again, you can't control your thoughts, just accept those thoughts and just leave it at that. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm ugly or I'm fat. That that was a thought. Like, right. what do you do? Like, you don't need to argue with yourself that, okay, well, no, I need to go reassure myself that I'm not. Um, and that, again, is like describing like OCD where you try to get reassurance or like you fight those thoughts. And it's really hard. Like, you, you have those probably every day. Um, and people dealing with OCD, like, can certainly I- explain that really well. I mean, I've never been diagnosed with OCD, but I'm going to self-diagnose myself with OCD. I mean, I've got family members that have it. Um, but yeah, it's just recognizing uh, that, yeah, it's all right to, to have goofy thoughts, but like don't let them impact like your overall uh, well-being or like what you're doing in the real world. Um, thoughts, again, are just thoughts. I know I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there. Uh, but the point being is it's all right to recognize like where you are uh, with your mental health and talk with other people, friends, family, whatever it might be. Um, I think the world's changing um, in that regard where, as you mentioned back in the day, it was taboo and it still is to, to some people. Um, but I think we're making great strides, which is awesome. It's going to benefit uh, civilization. 100%. 100%. So I think we hit on a lot of different things. We went down a few different directions. Yeah, well, I don't think we were planning on going down this well, route. We were going to talk about health, but I don't think we were talking about mental health. I just, you opened, you opened the, you opened the book for that one. So I, I would say, guys, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Uh, we, we are appreciate all the engagement. I mean, Things are just going to the moon from here. We 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 believe in what we're we're doing here, uh, and you as followers and listeners, keep engaging with us, keep sharing your feedback, your comments, um, and and we'll keep on uh, striving to give you guys something worth listening to and watching. Uh, stay tuned. We do have some guests coming up soon. Some awesome guests. Cole's been crushing it, giving us a oh, backlog. Qu- quit it, quit it. Uh, and we do have, I think. I'd like to kind of uh, prelude this 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 conversation with a stay tuned for the next the next uh, episode because I think we're gonna get a little bit more about physical health, okay, um, nutrition, yeah, yeah. fitness routines, mm-hmm. how to create those habits, how to um, get started and stuff like that. We're gonna we're gonna dive into that a little bit uh, for the next episode for episode I believe twenty. So stay tuned. Thank you, Hayden. If you have any last sign off words of wisdom. Keep on keeping on. Live your life. Live life be you. Keep on keeping on, baby. Have a great week, y'all. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye.